Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Uh, it's been a day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. We did it. Yay. Um, yeah. What did I just, what's, oh yeah, I just unplugged our headphones, honey. Mm. Nobody knows that though. I, I still Don't can't. Tell them. I still can't hear anything. I know you. They but they can hear it. No, I know. They hear everything. I am aware. I know that. It's I'm classic just, Father's Day mistake. I'm just you know? telling them that I can't hear anything. This is just the most unprofessional show I've ever been a part of. Wow, it's funny because really. you I constant. I'm the constant. Produce I'm, it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Father's Day. Big hit, Dory uh, got a lovely book of pictures of Henry and uh, Henry myself, and the last page has Dory on it, Um, nice shirt, matches Henry's shirt, we get our traditional matching shirt situation, lovely card that Henry refused to write on. And uh, she ordered breakfast sandwiches for breakfast this morning, which, you know, Henry wolfed it down. I was shocked. I was shocked, too. (laughs) He's been very particular. Yes. I got him an egg and cheese on a plain bagel. Right. And he likes likes egg sandwiches, so I figured it was- Theoretically, all those things together- Right. Seem like, I mean, rather the parts of them. Yes. But, you know, you never know with him. So true. Um, When I came back from walking Bo this morning, I walked in and Henry was like, Mama, what does it smell like in here? (laughs) And I saw Matt in the kitchen with the waffle maker. I was like, oh, Dita's making waffles. Yeah. I, I made. He hoodwinked you into making Mickey, him waffles Mickey waffles. For only Henry. Nobody else needed nor wanted. <laughs> he ate all three, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. Um, but yeah, he kind of thought Father's Day was for him. Yeah, because yesterday I was like, you know, tomorrow we have some gifts to give Dita for Father's Day. And then he's like, are there any presents for me? And I said, well, yeah, there is because like the the matching shirt situation. I think he then extrapolated that into (laughs) the idea that he was getting like birthday level gifts. Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, he was basically like, this is not what I wanted. Right. And I was like, well, it's not your day. <laughs> I mean, it was shaping up to be such a great, you know, sports day. Uh, Yankees Red Sox got rained out last night, so they had to play this afternoon, and they're going to play another game shortly. U.S. Open has been on very frequently here in the house. I've been watching it uh, a lot. Mostly because Dory and I went to the practice round on Monday. So now I feel ownership over the U.S. Open. Which was your Christmas, part of your Christmas present. Right. And Henry refused to go. Yeah. And we did not fight him. Well, we, we, we tried to convince him and then we were finally like, okay, just stay home. Yes. And then we got there and we were both like, 
oh, it's good he didn't come. <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent, because he would have maybe lasted twenty minutes, maybe. Maybe I don't even know if he would have made it to the gate. Yeah, probably not. Because you had to walk across hall. the whole other course right. to get to the south course. Yeah. And then go on a, and then go on a, a footbridge across Sun Wilshire. That's Wilshire. And uh it was pretty wild. And then once you once you got there, it was a hilly course. Climb. Big climb. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever entrance we came in, I think was the hilliest of all entrances. Had to have been. I, I don't know. I don't know if there are other entrances. I have no idea. I've heard there were two merchandise stands. What? Yeah. Whoa. So there's a whole other section, I'm sure, that we didn't wow. see. Well, you were about to collapse from your knee. You I hyperextended my knee. You were like, I need to go home. <laughs> well, it was also like hot. The it sun had get, come it out. It did get warm, yes. We had been there for four hours or we so. We had been there for quite some time. You know, we had been there late enough to miss the Koji breakfast burrito yes but early enough that the sun had not come out yet right i don't know if anyone's watched the coverage but there's the world famous marine layer now <laughs> they can't stop talking about the marine layer <laughs> and that was out in force <laughs> just means like almost every morning in the summer it's cloudy it's cloudy because you know just water vapor coming in off the ocean. And then it burns off. And then it burns off. And when it burns off, it burns off. Oh, yeah. With a vengeance. It really and does. the sun is like, ha ha, fuck yeah. you. It, I mean, it Here really I am. Yeah. Thought you were getting away from me today, didn't you? Um, but, you know, otherwise, it was good weather for the, for the golfing. But I, you know, I haven't golfed in a while because of inconvenient scheduling things. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. Henry had to go to Disneyland. <laughs> he went with um, Hillary and he stayed for two hours, I heard, mm -hmm. which is great. You know, an hour in the car, two hours at the park, an hour in the car. <laughs> really wipes out a morning. He's really a SoCal kid. He is a SoCal kid. You know, he's got his whole routine. He'll, he'll, you know, scoot to get croissants. Yeah. Then he'll go to Disneyland, but not really care that he's at Disneyland. Guys, notifications. Even though I set auto notifications up, I set them to end at noon <laughs> for fear of missing notifications. Anyway, the one got an email. It was just me. Focus, please. Um. Yeah, he is. He He just takes it for granted that, like, all year he rides his scooter to school in almost never in anything heavier than a sweatshirt. Right. And usually in a t-shirt. Yeah. He doesn't really know the pain of a, of a, of a snow boot. No. Nor a snow suit. Nope. Uh, nor black ice. Nope. He's just, he just, you know, cause I, he'd probably fall on black ice a lot. Oh Yeah. He's really, I don't just, know. like coming in all wet and like cold. I used to have to wait so many years for Disney trips when I was a young child in yeah. Massachusetts. was three. Let's see. We went 86, 91, 
97. Um, then I think it was like 2000, 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by then I was 20 years old. So <laughs> it's time to go on my own. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it was a big deal. So I like the whole idea of growing up near Disneyland. I mean, I hope he doesn't take it for granted. He definitely he does. Definitely takes it for granted. Definitely does. <laughs> Whatever. He calls California Adventure. Uh, Disney's, Disney's California's Adventure Land. Adventures. Adventures Land. Yeah. California's Adventure Land. Adventures Land. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> it's very cute. It is cute. He's very cute, but he's also like you know yeah he's, he's four four he's four he's a real four-year-old he is a real like in a way that like i find insurmountable sometimes yeah he really tries the patience i mean if i had the energy of a four-year-old it wouldn't be a problem because mm. like when he says do you want to play hide and seek i'd say yeah right you know what i mean and like I feel like this is where siblings are handy. Well, this is also like where Hillary comes in. Like, <laughs> if I was getting paid to watch him and that was my job, yeah, I'd, he'd be fine all day. Of course. Because I'd be like, yes, here we go. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But like when it's like your child. Yeah. I'm like, I'm tired. And then he's like, he just says, it, Dita, would you like to play with me? <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't say no. Yeah. In, in my, like out loud. And I desperately want to say no, mm. but I can't. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Sometimes I try to trick him into doing things. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to go outside yesterday, so I was like, let's build the biggest train track possible. Now there's a train track. In our- it runs the nearly the half the length of our house. Yeah. Um, and this morning or this afternoon, he was sort of helping me with Legos. Like, in a, he was actually helping. Yeah. Like, he was putting the pieces in and, like, understood, like, where things were going, and I was explaining it to him. And that was nice. But, like, once it's like, okay, I got to open up a new bag and or get another set of instructions, he's gone. Mm-hmm. His attention is, is no longer present. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he wants to do his classic hide-and-seek where you hide twice and he hides once. You also have to tell him where you're hiding, and then he tells you where to look for him. <laughs> and he tells you not to hide in a tricky spot. Yeah, don't hide in a tricky spot. <laughs> and like if I'm if I'm in the living room and someone else is playing with him, or vice versa, he will ask the person sitting where the other person went. Yeah, point in the general direction. Um, you know, but otherwise it's it's uh, you know, it's it's a very very uh. Lucky to have him and appreciative of him, but also tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when he like, wants to watch baseball highlights. It's like adorable. But, right. You know, and like when he asks questions during baseball games, he seems to have a good grasp of it. For sure. But then, you know, and then like. Yeah, I, the other day I was watching, um, was it at night? Yeah, it was like when he was like, the night that he woke up coughing and didn't oh, go to bed God. for three hours. Yes. I was like watching on YouTube, I was watching uh, 
this guy freaking reviews who just reviews like bullshit like infomercial stuff and as seen on tv stuff and he does these like every month or so or something he does like one year later is he still using these things Mm -hmm. how have they held up Mm -hmm. so he's watching a few of those and then when henry got up coughing and it was still on he then like somehow like locked in on it and then want now asks to watch that so weird yeah i mean you gotta be careful yeah with what you show him now he's like really just into various nonstick pans yeah you know i do various plug-in grills sure (laughs) seems to be all that's on there anymore um i'm also thinking we need to plan some activity for next sunday because i don't want another weekend day where he watches like four hours of television i you know you don't i don't mind it on a personal level but it just becomes annoying when i know you don't want it to happen and it's happening and then i'm like we gotta do something else it's just like it just i i start to get a little stir crazy i feel like it makes him more like amped up and he needs to be outside more. So I'm going to think of something that we can do next Sunday. Are we at a birthday parties? Well, we do have a party on Saturday. Um, Perfect. That's like an end of year pizza pool party. Wow. Yeah. Sounds exciting, but nothing on Sunday. Mm. And we, and he was invited to another birthday party, but it'll be when we're away. Mm, Damn. So, yeah. He's already telling us he doesn't want to fly for as long as it takes to get to Boston. He doesn't want to wake up as early as it takes to leave for the airport in time. Yep. He's got a lot really of, planting the seeds. A lot of requirements. I don't like to fly that long. He's like, I was like, well, if we drove, it would probably take us four days. So. And let him know how much traffic there would be. Oh, my gosh. So much. Like, that's the part of me where I'm like, oh, shit. You know, taking a uber to the airport uh-huh and out of the airport yeah with no control over the traffic and henry yeah with you know now his fear of great fear of traffic right oof yeah pretty tricky pretty tricky <laughs> all right uh, okay well, we're gonna take a break yeah and we'll be right back okay 
they've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Hello. We got some stuff happening here. Well, let's hear messages from you. How do you message us? You're probably wondering yes. out loud. You want to tell people? I would, but I'm my brain's focused on pulling voicemails right now. Mm. Well, you can message us at Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory Gmail. You can call or text us at 413-461-BABY. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. You can get up to two bonus episodes per month. And uh, yeah, we got a few emails this week. Not a ton. Not going to lie. So I'd appreciate so, it if everyone could. Are we still doing this podcast or what? Step everyone? it up. <laughs> it's really up to you guys. Um. All right. Okay. This is from Jamie. Hi, Dorian Matt. First of all, I totally wrote this email last week and don't know why it did not send. Anyways, like Leslie, I went into my 28 week doctor's appointment and they were unable to find a heartbeat. Tests and an autopsy were done. And there was still no answer as to why this happened. Three months later, I was pregnant again and saw a new doctor. Before seeing me, she reviewed all my records and made calls trying to find answers. She was unable to provide a definitive answer. But from what she saw, it was recommended that I take baby aspirin early in my subsequent pregnancies. And I had NST, non-stress testing, later in the pregnancy where I got to hear the baby's heartbeat twice a week, which gave me peace of mind. I now have a two-year-old and a four-year-old who are happy and healthy. Please let Leslie know. You can reach out to me via email if she would like. Best regards, Jamie. Jamie lives in a thousand-ish square feet in Eagle Rock, oh, Los Angeles. Mm, neighborino. With two toddlers and a husband, one hot dog actually this weekend. Nice. Three TVs. Wow. 65 inches, 40 inches, and 25 inches, Your I think. inches per square feet might be the highest we've ever seen. 
Yeah. This one showed up in the kids' room while my husband was having a daddy slash baby day. I get it. You know, mm -hmm. the boob tube really is fantastic. <laughs> it does a lot of the work for you if you just uh, let it. Um, Jamie, thank you for this and for, and sorry for your loss. Um, thank you for sharing your story. And uh, yeah. All right. The world's slowest message board. World's slowest message board. Functions again. Lives to see another day. Um, all right. We have a voicemail that Matt is kindly going to play. Here we go. Matt and Dory. Dory and Matt. It's Katie Shinden. It's another Monday in our lovely parasocial relationship, and I have things to say. Okay. Bribery. Bribery is something I used to say I would never do as a parent, but however, at the age of six years old, when my child, uh, who I knew wanted to audition for this particular Annie performance, Annie mm -hmm. musical theater performance, I just knew if she just auditioned, it would be great. Just at least try an audition. And I knew her well enough to know that it would, it would be good, right? You think you know your kid. Anyway. Suffice to say, she's almost 17. She's like fully immersed in theater, loves it so much. So I have no guilt about bribing her with a Shopkins toy. Shopkins. In, I heard um, Shopkins in a while. What, 2012? 30 bucks, something like that. She was really, really nervous about the audition. I bribed her with a Shopkins toy. She killed it. She still slays in theater. And yes, I say slay because I have teenagers. Okay. The other thing I want to say, U.S. Open practice rounds. Um, great minds, Myra, because um, my husband's heading down tomorrow, Tuesday, as a birthday gift for himself and his mom, mm. something they enjoy together is watching golf together. So I think that golf is really boring, in my humble opinion. However, I find it really great as a family bonding activity for my husband and his mom and his other siblings. And it's beautiful. It's outside. What can you say? In the Saudi Arabia thing, the live stuff is weird, but it is very. Again, love you guys. I feel like this is probably too long for broadcast. No. Nope. Mm -mm. Big kisses. Mwah. You are barking up the wrong tree if you think your voicemail is too long here. Yep. I, you know, I think it is a great sort of activity to do with family. I do wish that Dory uh, golfed. Um. I look forward to Henry getting older. Technically, really not allowed on courses right now because he's four. Supposed to be five. Are most courses five? I'm going to assume most municipal courses are. You know, I saw in one of my like parent Facebook groups, someone was asking about um, summer camps, mm -hmm. and someone posted a flyer for the junior camp at Shoal. At Shoal. Yeah, I see but them. But he has to be six. Yep, I see them setting up there on the putting green every morning. It looks like a lot of fun, honestly. Like there's a bunch of like yeah. squares to hit too. It looked it it looked fun. It's like oh, this looks like a hoot. Yeah, wish I could do it. Mm -hmm. They probably frown upon that. Yeah, probably. I'd be the best camper. <laughs> but in two years, in two years, he could possibly. The beauty of that, you know, if you can get a tea time while your kid's doing camp. Oh, yeah. You play around, mm -hmm. wrap it up, yep. pick up the kid. Yep. It's pretty genius. Hopefully you'll have a job by then, though. 
But in the summer, will I? Are you a teacher? I like to be. I don't know. Although, like, you know, even when I was at Goldberg's, like, we didn't start shooting till August. That's true. Yeah, you so, did usually have we this time nothing. off. June, July. You yeah, have so let me, let me embrace that. You can embrace it. I just need to find another show that I could just be on set for. Anybody out there need to? Oh, never mind. We're on strike. Um, Katie, thank you for calling in. I like the I like the bribery. I like the uh, understanding. You like bribery? Well, I like I like her bribery. Sure. Um, I appreciate I appreciate the the understanding. Do you have you Do you recall a time when your parents bribed you to do something you didn't want to do? I can't. I can't. Either. Off the top of my head. Like straight up bribing? Yeah. yeah like straight no. up being like, you know, if you do this, you'll get this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing pops into my head. No. And like, I didn't get like money for good grades or anything like that either. Some no, the closest I, could, I got was at the um, Pheasant Lane Mall. There was an arcade called the Dream Machine. Uh, yeah. Julie Levin's parents owned the Dream Machine. What? Yeah. That's right. Did I know that? I, think, I did know I that. Think you, I think you knew that. But or they had a they had, had a program them. for grades for good grades and uh, tokens. Oh. So I would always take my report card up there and load up. Oh, that's smart. Because I was. I wish I had known that. I would have taken it to I the was one in the pretty honor roll in the uh, Watertown Mall. There were multiple dream machines. Yes, there was one in the Watertown Mall. Jeez, Louise! <laughs> hey, this is this is unbelievable to me. I didn't know this. <laughs> So there was just one. No, local chain. Nashua, New Hampshire. Hmm. I mean, there were at least two. Yeah, I mean. And I mean, she went to private school, so there were probably more than two. Wow. Just saying. <laughs> Arcades don't really work now, do they? I don't, I don't know. know. We used to get to be like a Dave and Buster's kind of a thing. I mean, they seem like they would be insanely lucrative. Right. Yeah. You know, the machines would pay for themselves yes. pretty quickly. Yes. I mean, there's Barcade. Sure. But there's not. But the overhead there is, I mean, you're just looking at the profit margin on drinks anyway, which is great. Right. Didn't we once go to, it wasn't Barcade, but you and I once went to some like adult arcade thing in like downtown LA. And I'm forgetting yeah, what it was Yeah, the pinball one. I forget yeah. the name. And then we went in Portland. We went to. Yes, that's right. Whatever the hell that one is called. That's, that I think it's fairly famous. But yeah, I I do feel like arcades where like kids went after school to hang out kind of thing. Yeah. Don't really exist anymore in the same way. You know, I had a couple of birthday parties at the Dream Machine. Wow. Yeah. At least at least one. I been I been I had been to a few. Wow. Really miss I really missed that time. It was a time of getting tokens for my report card. Wish that happened now as an adult. Um there's one that's still open in Walpole. What? Yep. We gotta get this Julie Levin on the case here. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a whole post about it on the arcadearchives.com. Nice. The Dream Machine was established in 1973 in Massachusetts. Quickly expanded into malls all over the Northeast. I didn't know this. I just thought, you know, Pheasant Lane Mall. I had two near me, Duchess Mall in Fishkill, New York, and w the one that was at the South Hills Mall in Poughkeepsie, New York. 
Oh, wow. It went out. Northeast. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know why that's so exciting to me. That is exciting. I mean, like I said, they had to have been lucrative. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, Moving on. Sadly, we're moving on from the dream machine. Do you want to keep talking about the dream machine? No, I think I've said my piece. All right. I'd like to go back in time. Well, we have another voicemail. Okay, I will play it. Hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo, and Holly. <laughs> um, you know, something has really stuck with me that Dory said. She was talking about Matt giving Henry some protein and why he wasn't full. And I just wanted, I'm like, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but like, I have my master's, my husband has a master's and a JD, and like, I don't really understand what a protein is. I mean, I know it's like meat or yogurt or cheese, but like, you know, when I follow the Instagram accounts, you know, eating littles and all that stuff, but like, I just, I guess what I'm saying is like, I wish there's so many holes in our education. I wish <laughs> there was a financial literacy and I wish oh, sure. there was a, you know, nutritional education component. Like I, I, like, I just really wish I understood that more. You know, that's like such a simple thing that I think a lot of people may be embarrassed. You weren't not taught to admit, the food like, pyramid? Like are beans and rice protein? I think so, but like, I mean, I know Beans what are carbs protein. are, but like, anyway, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. When people say, like, when they show a plate and they say part of it should be protein, I'm always like, what is that? Exactly. And I'm kind of embarrassed, but I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm not going to give any staff. I'm not going to say where I'm from because I'm afraid y'all are going to. Then we'll know that you don't. Smart idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey. Anyway, thanks for listening to my Way to get your master's not in proteins. Um. Yeah, I th- you know the, the I remember that in Homec was essentially where that was all taught in public school in Massachusetts. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's like you know, look, there's like now there's like now you're paying attention to things like the glycemic index of foods and like you know what how the how the sugars are released into the bloodstream over quickly or, sh- or over a short period of time and um proteins yeah proteins are generally meat fish animal product and uh as far as vegetable proteins beans legumes I always call them legumes. You mean like vegetarian yeah. protein? Yeah, not vegetables, because beans aren't vegetables. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, if anyone has a problem with a delicious veal cutlet sandwich, then you might want to get some bean protein. There's t- there's also protein in like tofu, like all tofu! those, you know, tempeh, like yeah. all those things. There's protein. All those substitutes yeah all those things that are just that just absorb the flavors around them sure and aren't anything (laughs) but yeah uh no there's a lot yeah i wish there was like a financial literacy classes i think are woefully 
under underdone. Totally. Because I can't, I can't, I don't have any right now. I have no financial literacy. Mm. <laughs> Sad but true. Um. Yes. Protein. <laughs> All right, let's take another break. Okay, we'll be right back. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. We're back one more time. Um, Matt, I think you will really enjoy the comments on this post about the dream machine. Oh, because it's all people like reminiscing about the various dream machines in yes. their towns. Uh -huh. Like... Um, I'd like to know which was the most lucrative dream machine. That's a good question. This person grew up in Springfield, Massachusetts and lived right next to the Eastfield Mall. Sure. Says, I spent years of my life in the dream machine that was in that mall. Wow. Um, it's a great name, too. It's a very good name. The Dartmouth Mall in Massachusetts apparently had one. Um, there's, oh, Old Orchard Beach. I bet that was a lucrative one. Yeah. Well, but only seasonally, probably. <laughs> yeah, but still, I bet the revenue did in the summer. Totally. Lilac Mall in Rochester, New Hampshire. Wow. And the Fox Run Mall in Newington, New Hampshire. I'm familiar with the Fox Run Mall. Yeah. That was where I bought my first Omega. Oh, la-di-da. La-di-da, indeed. I believe I used some of my student loan. Oh. <laughs> and apparently, at least as of 2013, the Walpole Mall and the... Uh, Nantasket Beach locations were still open. Wow, that's still that's a decade old information, though. Yeah, but when you Google it, the Walpole one still comes up. Okay, all so, right. Anyway, this is that very must, maybe interesting. that's maybe that's the first one he opened. He's like, I refuse to close this one. That sentimental value. Yeah, maybe. I run it at a loss because I love the dreams generated by this machine. I feel like uh, what's his name, the dead mall guy. Dan Bell. Dan Bell. I feel like we could get him on the on the dream machine. Like Well, there has to be one physically there that he can go visit. That is dead. Well head to Walpole. Well, this is a headline on some blog called Universal Hub. Walpole Mall goes the way of the Dedham Mall, only slower, but the arcade remains. <laughs> Sounds like it's the only thing still open in the wow. mall. <laughs> That's pretty wild. This weekend, the only thing left from the good old days is the Eternal Dream Machine Arcade and a Santa with not many kids to sit on his lap. One storefront is occupied by one of those rug places that seem to spring up every so often, but all the other stores are completely vacant. That it's, is... Malls are depressing. Wild. Mall, mall occupancy is like horrible. And this depressing. is from November. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay. That was very interesting. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Brittany writes, hey, Shafira fam. I have hey. a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. First, do you have any tips on booking trips with a toddler? We are planning a road trip at the end of the summer to the Smoky Mountains slash Gatlinburg area. We are not experienced travelers anymore. I'm not sure what to look for in a resort or place to stay. Now that we have a toddler, almost two. Any advice? Bring a lot of changes of clothes for that car ride. Oh, yeah. You know, like you think you have enough? Pack a little bit more. And make sure you have changes of clothes for yourself as well. Yes, and also like uh, wipes galore. So many wipes. Yeah. Because that's the biggest thing. Like traveling with a two-year-old, the biggest thing is their their bathroom needs. Mm. Uh, if they're talking... That might be a little harder because they can express disdain for what's happening. Mm, Yes. I would also say in terms of like hotel or wherever you're staying, if it's a hotel room, like are they, are they definitely going to have a pack and play or, you know, something, or are you going to bring your own pack and play? Um, If you're in a car, I mean, that's sort of the advantage of the car is you can sort of take more stuff. Right. So I would bring your own pack and play just so you're like prepared. Yeah. If you have your own pack and play, then you're pretty much prepared for any hotel accommodation. But definitely bring an extra sheet. Yeah. Bring more extra sheets. Yeah. We're just assuming that your child ejects liquids out of their body at Henry's rate. Especially when on vacation. Yes. Uh, second, Matt, any thoughts on the Live PGA merger? Personally, the sports washing isn't great, but as a fan of European soccer, I'm not sure I can argue that point much since it's become more prevalent in the sport. On the other hand, as a former high school golfer, the team aspect is exciting. I was surprised the PGA agreed to a merger so soon, though. What do you think? I mean, it's pretty wild. Uh, I watched a, a, a interview on the Golf Channel with like the old guy that like pretty much spearheaded the deal. Um, which kind of swayed me. Oh, interesting. Weirdly, okay. And this old, this older gentleman, I believe, worked at the World Trade Center in 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 nine eleven. Like he was a financial advisor or whatever, and like oh. most of his colleagues were, you know. So I'm like, oh, this guy has that perspective as well as the perspective of the fact that game of golf was suffering because the PGA Tour was going to run out of money very quickly. Right, and it was like also becoming such a distraction. And the best thing, they really they wanted to drop those lawsuits. Yeah, neither neither party wanted to go to discovery. I'm not sure what the PGA is hiding, but uh, but ultimately, you know, it is what it is. I, in the sense of like, I, I, if you if you start to chase that rabbit hole, it's it you'll uh, there's nothing you can enjoy or consume that doesn't have some form of Saudi money in it. That's fair. I keep seeing people saying that it, that the justice department might suit stop it on antitrust grounds. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, but like, how is it different from the NBA or the major league baseball or. Well, who's to say that like, 
these days they would have allowed the American Basketball Association and the National Basketball Association to merge. Like maybe they wouldn't have, you know? Yeah, but then it becomes like a, you either do it or you have to shut down. Yeah. Viability business-wise. I guess I just keep, uh, I I was reading something in the New Yorker today and and they quoted someone saying, um, Monaghan is saying they did this to get rid of a quote competitor, which is the number one antitrust bad word. That's very true. (laughs) Yeah. Not, I mean, not the brightest uh, of things to say out loud. No. You said the quiet part out loud. Right. But if we don't know anything about how the world currently works, you know, rich old white people can say the quiet thing out loud. Apparently. And it's no problem. (laughs) All right. Along similar lines, Ricky writes, Hola, Dory and Matt. I think Dory's suggestion of Matt doing a golf podcast is great. Mm -hmm, As -hmm. someone who watches golf when nothing else is on at a restaurant or bar or a friend or family member needs to watch it, I think it'll be a fun listen to not be out of the loop. You know, that's funny. The idea of like, that used to be the only places I consumed golf also. Nothing else was on or it's on in the background at a bar or restaurant. Also, Matt can cover more sports besides golf, like baseball or whatever is tingling his curiosity that day or week. I know it'll be even more work, but perhaps even a Twitch stream watching an open or game would be fun with a live chat that can then be put out as an episode. Just a suggestion from someone who would listen and has two My Reverse podcasts in a folder labeled hiatus. Question mark, question mark. Phoebe and Talk talk salad. Salad. What if we turn this? Those are extended hiatuses. What if we turn this into a sports podcast? I feel like it's not the same audience crossover. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some people who Ricky. are Ricky's on the Venn diagram, yeah. you know, but I think that might be it. But maybe we would get new listeners. Mm, interesting. What do you think their fertility levels will be? I don't know. These new listeners. <laughs> Guess what? We wouldn't have to talk about it anymore. Oh, that's interesting. That's a thought. I'm kidding. We're not turning this into a sports podcast. Mm. I was excited about it for a second. <laughs> and there's excellent sports venture. Oh, it's like, uh, you know, we talk about, like, I don't really know that much about, I don't really follow sports as much as you do. Right. So that would kind of be fun. But all I'm here to do is help you with the New York Times crossword clues when sports are involved. But not if we did a sports podcast. I see. <laughs> I see. You don't want to do a sports podcast with me, though. You want to do one with Kate. I see it in your eyes. No, no. I actually don't want to do Forever, one with Forever, third, and five. And that will be like a That's football podcast. Funny. That's funny. You know? We'll yeah. be like, what do you do third down? A lot of people, third and five, they're going to run some sort of a shotgun play or just try to send the running back or in the middle. Or forever three to five. Sure. Yeah. Score. Perpetually. You just talk about epic games that, that, were, that ended in three to five scores. Yeah. Eh, a, lot of, a lot out there. <laughs> a lot of options. A lot of options. A lot of options for people who don't want that content. <laughs> wow. I'm just talking about the people who are already listening to you are a dream either this or that. No, I'm a dream machine. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No. How many... Have you tried putting a token in? How it? many arcades are you open in? <laughs> Up I, and down the eastern seaboard. <laughs> you you I, Look, so far, none. But Exactly. I think malls are the next big thing. Malls are the future. Here I come. Look out. Um, whew. Wow. Is that it? Yeah. Did we do it? We did. All right. Podcast, okay. everyone. Okay. 
thank you everyone for supporting the show by listening and downloading and emailing and leaving voicemails, all that stuff. If you really would like to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Take part in the writer's strike special, which is sign up to support the show now. And when the strike is over, I'll remind you to cancel. It's a great deal. It's a great special. <laughs> wonder if anyone's taking me up on that offer. Uh, so if you are at the $5 level or above, you get your name right of the podcast each month. If you sign up now, you can get the back catalog of uh, dozens of hundreds of episodes. Uh, so thank you to Haley Tryon. Heather Hanley. Hendrick. Jackie G. Jennifer Sika. Jennifer Steele. Jenny Fick. Jesse Hendricks. Jessica Manolovich. Joanna Rao. Julia Schulenberg. Schulenberg. I know. <sighs> Julie McLaren. Julie Phillips. Kane McCall. Caitlin Donahue. Karen Thickhershey. Kat C. Kate Marcinowski. Catherine Lene. Catherine Shimmons. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Katie Suvajian. Laura. Laura Dodge. Laura Elliott. Lauren Schultz. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. Lisa Travis. Uh, Liz P. And Lynn Nugent. Thank you very, 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 very much. We appreciate you. Email the show. Matt and Dory Gmail. Dory Matt at Gmail. Give Hi. us a call. Leave a voicemail. 413-461-BABY. He finally got it. There you go. Bye-bye. Wow, bye. bye.